With your latest news, I'm Kokohala Connor. The opposition leader is standing by his call for more details on the voice to parliament before we enter a referendum. Peter Dutton reiterating his push for the voice to represent Indigenous Aussies in the regions. He told the ABC he believes it should also be introduced into legislation first before the constitution. The laws can be changed if it doesn't work, if it turns out to be a disaster or there's a better model that comes along. If the voice decides that there is a much better way to do this in five years' time, You don't have the constraints of it being enshrined within the constitution. Some fresh hope China will drop its trade restrictions on Aussie exports, including wine and coal. China's ambassador to Australia holding a press conference in Canberra yesterday. The year of rabbit is uh, considered to be the year of jumping over obstacles and coming into good luck. The ambassador also suggesting the relationship between Beijing and Australia is at a critical stage of a turnaround, adding military packs such as AUKUS are not constructive or helpful. Engineers will be on site in the Kimberley today, assessing flood damage to major roads and infrastructure. The Fitzroy Bridge is completely destroyed, with the rebuild expected to take years. It's the only seal road linking Broome to the rest of the region and the Northern Territory. Main Roads Operations Director Peter Sewell says they're working around the clock. Be a different design type bridge, and so we don't know that we haven't gone there yet. We'll make the decision pretty quickly if it's not, and get on with the design and start the process. Uh, and in the meantime, we'll try to get access to that upstream uh, floodway. Sydney boy Nicholas Tardos, who was injured in the Gold Coast helicopter tragedy, is recovering after a number of surgeries overnight. The 10-year-old remains in a serious but stable condition in Queensland's Children's Hospital after a six-hour operation. While the other child injured in the crash, 9-year-old Leon De Silva, is understood to be showing signs of recovery. The Nationals aren't backing the federal government's latest move to lower emissions. A proposed tightening of the safeguard mechanism would introduce a 5% annual emissions cut on our country's biggest polluters. But Shadow Minister for Climate Change and Energy Ted O'Brien says the timing couldn't be worse. When we've got households and we've got businesses on their knees paying such extraordinarily high electricity prices, you can't whack further cost imposts through this safeguard mechanism. The cost to rent went up more than 10% nationally last year alone, marking a new record high in annual growth. Brisbane saw the biggest year-on-year jump, going up from more than 13% for a house and 15% for a unit. While Eliza Owen from CoreLogic says Sydney is paying extraordinary amounts, rising by 8.9%. Sydney is the most expensive city to rent a house or unit. Median house rents for the city are sitting at $735 a week and median unit rents are at $616. And it's an important day for many of the country's servicemen and women. Today marks 50 years since the proclamation of the end of Australia's involvement in the Vietnam War. Veterans Affairs Minister Matt Keogh says the sacrifices made by those involved in the conflict were significant. We had more than 60,000 Australians serve in Vietnam and over 3,000 were wounded with 523 losing their lives in the longest conflict Australia was involved in during the 20th century. And that's the latest in news. I'll have another update for you right here later this morning.